Hello, and welcome to Variety Bang, the podcast where we bang out episodes in 15 minutes or less so you can listen at your convenience. It's still a spooky season and uh, one of my favorite seasons, mainly because of candy. But no, that's, that's actually true. Mainly because I like the spooky stories that go with the spooky season. And I have a very special guest tonight, uh, my wife, Amber. Say hi, Amber. Hello. My wife saw something strange that she can't explain when she was a little younger, and we're going to get into all that real quick. First, though, let's just go through the basic questions you'd ask someone that you're interviewing. So, how old are you right now, Amber? I'm 42. Really? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Shut up. We're going to get in a fight. Um, so, you're 42 now. How old were you then? Approximately 22, 23. Okay. So, you're 22, 23 when this incident happened. Okay. Yes. Where did this incident happen? On my parents' property um, around the countryside of Athens County, Ohio. Oh, okay. So it was in the country. Yes. Now, how many acres do your parents approximately own? Approximately five. So it's a, it's a good size. They got a good, a, bit, a good amount of land that they sit on. Yes. Wonderful. Okay. What do you think you saw that day? I think I may have seen the Mothman. Ah, this is getting good now. Okay. Now, for those of you who don't know, the Mothman was seen predominantly from 1966, November of 1966 to December of 1967 were the most sightings. They were actually sightings of him before then and even till this day, but that's when the most activity happened. Most sightings were in or around Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and he was described as a man-sized bird or something with large wings and glowing red eyes. So now comes the fun part. We're going to interview Amber and ask her what she saw. All right, so real quick, I got it written down if you don't know. How far from Athens, Ohio to Point Pleasant, West Virginia? How far is it? About 41 miles. That is absolutely, you're dead on. Look at that. You're good. You must have read this. You must have <laughs> cheated. Yes, 41 miles. Now, here's where we get to the good part. Lead us up to the moment of these happenings where you, where you, you believe you saw this. Like, what happened earlier in the day? Where were you coming from or where were you going? Explain the night. So go ahead. Being a young lady at the time, I had been out with some friends and uh, we had maybe been at a bar, possibly somebody's house, but we'd had a, a couple drinks. Um, we were not drunk. Uh, I wouldn't even say buzzed, but I was feeling relaxed and feeling good. And um, I had something going on the next day. So I wouldn't say I came home early, but probably earlier than normal for uh, me at that time and that age. Okay. So you came home early. Now, about what time is early for you? I mean, midnight, one. Can you give us a time reference? I would say about midnight, one o'clock. Yeah. Between midnight and 1 a.m. So yep. you pulled up onto your parents' property. Now, I believe at one point you told me that you used to have to park up on the hill or something? Yes. Okay. I, I remember the hill. I was there. That's only why I'm, the reason I'm throwing this in. So you parked on the hill and the hill kind of overlooks your parents' property. Yes. So the way that also the, the road lays is you will kind of pass a little bit of a I wouldn't even call it an open field, but there is an open part of my parents' property right next to their house. Mm -hmm. So you drive past that um, before you go and park at the top of the hill. Their house is on a slope. So um, at the time, there was no driveway and no garage to the house. Um, and we parked on this little concrete pad at the top of the hill. And I can specifically remember driving past that open part you know, the big part of the yard and nothing was there. Occasionally, if I would come home at that time, there might be some deer, um, maybe a rabbit or something like that. But I specifically remember there not being anything there when I drove past that. When, when you were leaving the day, that day or were you coming home? When I was coming home. Okay. And then you went ahead and you parked your car up on the hill, basically overlooking you know, your parents' property. Keep it simple. Yes. Okay. 
and um, go ahead and tell me like this, your surroundings. You kind of just described your surroundings, which is good. But um, you said what time of night it was. Did you, did you was there anything out of the ordinary? Okay, not obviously the sighting, but before that, was there any strange smells or strange sounds? Did you notice that it was very still? Were there crickets? Were there no crickets? Did you just happen to, looking back, notice anything else out of place that might have also lent some some legitimacy to the fact that there was actually something there? I can't pinpoint anything specific. I know at certain times of the year and um, even certain times of the evening, if I would come home, we did have some fog that would kind of creep in. And I know, again, like I said, it just, it depended on certain times of the year, certain times that, you know, I, I would come home, but it seemed thicker than usual. Okay, so you think the fog, fog was thicker than usual, especially that time of night? Yes. Okay, a lot of times I've noticed fog seems to form like in the more early morning hours. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem to really fo- form as much, not, not that it can't. Okay, so uh, I have to ask this question since you were just a, a, a very nice young lady out having a fantastic time. <laughs> You did say you did consume some alcoholic beverages, but you were like tipsy. You might have, or even or even buzzed. You were just, you were relaxed. Like when you have a couple of drinks, you just yes. feel good. You know, you're not even buzzed. You just feel good. It's like, ah, it feels nice. Yes. Like okay. you said, relaxed. You know, um, the, I think the job I'd had at the time was in retail and uh, again, just relaxed. I was old enough to drink. Um, I, I know what drunk is. I know what buzzed is. Mm-hmm. Uh, de- definitely neither one of those. Okay. So you were, in your opinion... Uh, you were, you were, I wouldn't say 100% sober, but you were by no means inebriated no. at all. Okay. Good answer. Good answer. I like that. So let's go to actually what leads up to the monster. So you basically pull up on the hill to park and you're getting ready to get out of the car. And what happened? Like, what'd you see? You just like explain why you kind of stopped and why you thought you may have seen a Mothman. I went to go turn off the headlights before I pulled into the concrete parking pad, because I can remember that they would shine into my parents' bedroom at the time, and I didn't want to wake them up and actually probably let them know what time I was coming home. And I remember turning off the the headlights and pulling into the driveway and just kind of sensing something was out to that open area next to the house. Okay. And the headlights had already been off, and I just kind of looked over there, and I see what is a pair of large, glowing red eyes. Now, would you say... Do you think you could, could approximate the size of this creature, we'll call it, by the size of its eyes? Is, was If it was proportionate to its body, like how big would this be? Like that size of an average, or maybe like a seven-foot-tall man? Or was it bigger than that? Like what would you say, if going just by the eyes? I would say larger than that. Maybe six, seven, eight foot. Eight foot, up to eight foot? Okay, I mean, that's a big was, son of a gun. It was large, yes. All right. All right. Did you see anything else? Was there a silhouette? Was the light appropriate where you could see a silhouette or anything? Was he glittering like a vampire? No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> no glitter. Um, Thank God. Shut up. <laughs> no, no um, I'm trying to think. Like I said, I, I can just remember the red eyes and just okay. thinking it was large and there was really no light out. I mean, okay. we lived in the country. Um, being on five acres, you know, you even though you do have some neighbors around and you can see their lights in the distance, I feel like the, the fog made it worse. Okay. Okay. Now, so you really didn't get a sense of, it's not like you saw a silhouette or actually saw the body of this thing, but just from its ginormous glowing red eyes, you felt very uncomfortable. You don't think this could have been a wolf or a coyote or a deer. There was nothing else you would think this that you've ever seen before that you could say, hey, this is what this is. You can't kind of compare it to a different animal to live in that area. 
I have no comparison about what this was okay. and and be able to say, yes, it was one of those. Um, okay. I've seen deer on my parents' property before. I have I've too, seen actually, coyotes. Yeah. I've seen um, possums and raccoons and rabbits. Um, I don't believe we have any bear in the area. I know we do have bobcats, things like that. But no, this was, you know, way larger than that. Okay. Okay. So you see this thing and you don't get out. Do you try to hide under your dashboard or do you just sit there and stare? Was the car running or was it off? It was off, right? I had turned my car off. Yeah, you turned your lights off. You didn't want to shine it to your parents' bedroom. That's right. And so you just kind of, how long would you say you sat in the car? What did you do in the car after you noticed this creature? I continued to sit there. And I know this sounds very strange. I don't know how long I sat there. But I sat there because I was petrified to get out of the car. Did you ever take your eyes off it the entire time you sat there? No. Okay. And the entire time you sat there staring, it stared at you? Yes. Okay. And it could have been five minutes. It could have been 50 minutes. You're not really sure. Nope. Time kind of didn't exist at this point. You were, you were pretty scared. You didn't yes. try to hide. You didn't try to... Turn the car on. You just really couldn't do anything. You were disabled in a way. I me- was mesmerized. You're, I mean, if, if that's even a way okay. to describe it. No, that. that makes that makes really, really, really good sense. I like that word. That's a good word. Mem- mesmerized. Okay. Not easy to say, but it's still a good word. All right. So what happened at the end? I mean, how did you break contact with this creature? I mean, did you just, you know, what, what happened? Like, you eventually had to get out of the car. I mean, you're here today to tell the story, so you're still not sitting there in your car staring at it. So what happened? I can all of a sudden remember, I wouldn't say coming to my senses, but... It, there, there were no more eyes. And again, I don't know how long time passed. It was like the, the eyes and the glowing had stopped. And did you remember breaking off contact with its eyes? Or did it just, or are you just kind of tranced? I think it's a good word. Yes. Like, were you in a trance? Were you just kind of staring into this uh, creature's red eyes? And then the next minute it wasn't there, but you were still staring ahead? Yes. And then oh, wow. it was like I had suddenly realized, okay, what just happened? Uh, what was that? Um, how long had I been sitting there? I, I couldn't sit in that car all night. I mean, it was just, it was a very unusual feeling and experience. Well, after the fact, I'm sure you, you uh, hightailed it into the house. I mean, were you a little scared, you know, for a while after that to go out late at night by yourself? Absolutely. Okay. And did you ever start parking closer to the house or... No, just because we did not have a driveway down oh, yeah. to the house at the time, so ah, we right. had to park at that. the top of the hill. The top of the hill. Now, now, did you ever tell your parents about this? No. Why not? Oh, was it because you were out past curfew? Hush. Okay. <laughs> and there's our answer. I answered my own question. Damn, I'm good. I know my wife. Uh, well, anyway, in all seriousness, okay, you didn't. So you didn't tell anybody. Did you mention it to any of your friends or anything? Did they have any input on it? I did, and you know, of course. Oh, you, you were know, just drunk. Being, being young, oh, you know, yeah, you D- had a drink I'm or drunk, two, young, yeah, silly. Okay. Uh, Mothman doesn't exist. Da da da. Whatever. Um, and like I said, I don't. I really don't know what that was, but it just was a very unusual experience. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, I've told you, you and I have talked about this, and I feel like I'm more skeptical than you are. I feel like you have a tendency to believe what you see and maybe what you hear, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I respect that entirely. I am more of a science guy. You have to show me to believe it. Uh, but at the same time, your friends are telling you that you know there's no such thing as a Mothman. There's a hell of a lot of sightings. I don't see how that many people could be wrong. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, if, you, if everybody, if there's no fish in the ocean... And it's known there's no fish in the ocean, but a thousand people say they see fish. That's a lot of people that didn't see fish that weren't there. You know what I mean? It's, it's not a very good analogy, but the point I'm making is that sometimes when enough people see something 
or hear something, you know, you, you kind of have to at least give credence to the fact it could be possible. So, um, I would, I would absolutely agree with that. And I know, um, in Point Pleasant, they have a statue dedicated to the Mothman. <gasps> yes, I'm going there. We're going to go there next year to Ohio, folks, just to let you know. And I will be doing a, uh, I will do my podcast from up there. I might sit up on top of that hill where, uh, Amber saw the Mothman. I might do it late <laughs> at night, but I might have a gun. But anyway, go ahead. Um, they have a museum. I think there was even a festival once a year. It's in the fall. Okay. Um, so it's definitely a thing around there. And, um, of course, there's the movie The Mothman Prophecies. I'm there's sure a couple there's movies, actually. A lot of, a lot of documentaries, out. yeah. And, I mean, it, it was a real thing you know, back in the day. So, I, uh, uh, I'd, I'd venture to say it's actually kind of a real thing now because I did do some research before this mm-hmm. just on YouTube. I mean, you know, I don't go too deep into, you know, dark web stuff. But, literally, uh, there are still sightings to this day of people seeing uh, something that resembles a Mothman. And, and my argument for there being these strange things in existence is, what would someone have to gain by lying? I mean, there have been police sergeants and stuff that have said they've seen aliens and their whole career gets destroyed because people think they're loony. Who would do that to themselves? So I honestly think there's something out there. Is it a Mothman or is it some crazy government spacesuit testing? I don't know, but I believe there's something out there. So um, I'd like to thank my guest this time, Amber. She did great. Thank you very much. Your first, thank you. first interview? Yes. You sure? Yes. All right, good. Good answer. Yeah, first interview. She did great. I'd like to say thank you. I'd like to say thank you uh, to all of you out there uh, for listening. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at varietybang at yahoo.com. Again, that is varietybang at yahoo.com. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and what's the other one? Oh, Twitter. I'm, I like Twitter, actually. I'm on Twitter now. Thanks a lot. a lot. Next week, I'm not sure what we're going to do. I might have a one more scary story, or I might actually have some scary poems, or I might have both. But until then, take care. Talk to you soon. <laughs>